Welcome to Women Leading the Way Radio Show, where each time you'll hear from successful women CEOs, executives, and professionals, where we'll discover how they do what they do to be successful in business. We'll be interviewing women who have overcome big challenges, women who have incredible stories of lessons learned in dealing with adversity. We'll even interview women who have started and grown successful organizations and women who are C-level executives with unique talents and positions. Our goal is to bring successful businesswomen together to share how they're leading the way in business today. Hey, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Women Lead Radio, brought to you by Connected Women of Influence. I'm your host today, Michelle Burquist, and I'm very excited that I had to woo in my guest today, who is a superstar and somebody that I think has one of the most unique businesses I've ever seen. So our topic today is how this amazing business owner is leading the way in 2021, and I'm delighted to introduce our leading lady today, who is Diana Ramirez. I'm going to go by D, right? D Ramirez, and she's the founder and the owner of Bustles on Wheels. So D, say hello to all of our listeners. Say hi, hi everyone. <laughs> Down to the to the radio out there somewhere, people are listening. It's good. I, I I'm excited to have you on the show, and I know you're. You know, this is not something you love to do. Such an amazing story, business, and I want all of our listeners to know, if you don't mind, what is Bustles on Wheels? Because that stops me right there to go. What is that? What do you, What is Bustles on Wheels? So Bustles on Wheels is a, a few things, um, but it started as mobile bridal alterations and design. That's it started from there. And then women were asking, who's going to see my dress? So then I went into, like, sure, we can see your dress the day of, have it nice and pressed for you. Um, and then I also have brides who need styling. Um, so we also style our brides. I go shopping for them. Um, I bring them different options and, you know, style them for the day of. Um, and then also dress them the day of. Wow. And I'm, you know, I'm curious to know because I always ask, I love this question to business owners is how the heck did you come up with a business idea like this? Like how different, I think, I mean, the wedding industry is what a multi-billion dollar, you know, industry. And for what you do, I mean, how did you, how did this idea idea of, of, be, of being a mobile bridal alterations business even come to you? I'm dying to hear the story. Okay, it wasn't completely me. Okay, so <laughs> a while so a while back, I got out of school and I started working at a local bridal shop. I'm not going to say the name. Um, uh, a friend was getting married. Her and her fiance um, were getting married, and they had both purchased dresses, and they needed alterations. And so they came to me, and I said, oh, you know, like, oh, wow, you know, your dress is so big on you. You know, like, I, I was just, like, really scared to mess up their dress. Um, and right. at the time, there was another friend, and so we started talking, of, all three of us started talking about, like, oh, maybe this is something that we can all do, right? Like, maybe this is something that we can all 
put together. Um, Mm -hmm. And so one of the brides had said, why don't you make this a business where the brides come to you, like, you know, fit them in your home. Um, And she, and, you know, she was also like, or you could go to them. Like, it doesn't matter, you know. Um, So that's kind of where it started. And that, that was the idea of it. Um, And we, you know, we started it for um, a couple of years and we had a falling out. And at the time, I had several brides um, when the falling out happened that um, I think two of them were attorneys. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously I had, you know, I had to call them and I had to say, hey, this is what happened. And I'm really sorry. And one of them had right. said to me, well, you know, why don't you just start your own? Because clearly you've marketed well. Um, there's a, you know, there's a market for it. Um, and, you know, you sew, like you're the talent, like who cares, you know, who cares what this other person, <laughs> you know, has done. And I, you know, right. and it really, I was like, oh my God, you're so right. But at the same time, I was still so, you know, personally sad because for, you know, a few years I had, you know, I had worked my butt off to promote this business Um, and to start all over again, I was just like, I was defeated. So, Mm. you know, um, a couple of uh, months later, I was on the couch, you know, (laughs) just being lazy and uh, watching the news, which I never do. And on the news was um, someone from a program called Acción. Um, and they do like personal yes. loans and stuff like that. And, right. uh, and I was like, what is this? You know, and I, you know, and, you know, just like half listening to it or whatever, you know, I'm feeling sorry for myself on the couch. And, uh, you know, I, I look it up, you know, I just Google it and, you know, I see, I see what, you know, what they're doing and they're doing like a mixer, like, oh, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, you know, come to our mixer and we'll help you, blah, blah, blah. I went to the mixer. And then there someone told me about their program. They have some sort of like business boot camp type of thing. Um, and I I uh, signed up for it, and they picked me, and it kind of just went from there. It just, That's you know. cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. I got 20,000 questions in there. But this, I mean, one <sighs> thing I want you to know, I, too, am a recipient of an Axion loan early oh. in my small business startup. So yeah, I mean, they're an amazing organization for all of our listeners. It's axion.org. It's in the San Diego County area of California, but it, they make micro loans to small business owners and have amazing resources and workshops and um, sometimes, you know, like events where they get together. And, you know, it's nice to hear, Dee, that you were one of those recipients because they really helped me when I really didn't have other options for funding, you know, and they came in and you know, they're, they're all focused on micro businesses and small businesses. So good for you because, you know, a lot of women just say, oh, I don't have the money to start a business. You know, that's great that you found them as a program. Well, okay, so here's the thing. I didn't end up using funding for them, but I did do their 12-week oh. course. Yes. Okay. At the, Still so great, in right? The end, yeah. Oh, no, it was fantastic. Like the things I learned there – I was like, oh, my God, it's so simple. I can do this on my own. 
You know, it really, it really helps me. And during those 12 weeks, you also have to meet up with some of their counselors. So that was, right. you, know, you know, a lot of people just giving you a lot of advice and like, you know, try this, try that, don't do this, don't do that. Um, and then in the end of the six weeks, they kind of have like a shark tank thing where you had to, you know, pitch your business. And obviously I, you know, I'm like really nervous and stuff, but, um, oh, I don't remember her name, but the woman from Tara Hub, um, Alina. she was one Alina of Hansen. We'll give yes, her a shout yes, out. Yes. She right? was, uh, she was one of the three judges and I'm not sure. I'm not sure who said what, but, um, or, you know, the scores that they gave me, but she was like, well, this, you know, clearly this business is working because she's already doing it, you know? And, you know, the other two judges were men and, you know, someone was like, oh, you know, like, I don't know if you could really promote this. And, you know, the other man said something else. And I was just like, okay, well, thanks, but I am already doing it. I've done this before for a couple of years. It's proven to work. Um, and that was all I needed to just go out there and do it. That's awesome. And how cool from a woman who is a phenom in business. So that's awesome. Back up on something you said. And, you know, I hope our listeners will pay attention. You know, I, I too, like you, have had experiences where, you know, partnerships or um, those that I'm in joint ventures with, you know, promises that are not delivered or relationships kind of like don't go like we'd like them to. I'm curious if you could share, not what happened, but maybe you could share what were a couple of learning lessons you got out of your experience in having to move away um, and kind of like disband from being partners with someone? Because I think so many of us have, you know, the, oh, I'll tell you what I learned from that. Here's what I'd do differently, you know, if I ever got in that situation again. Can you give us a couple of, you know, things that you learned from that experience and what you would not do? Um, going forward for sure that you learned from it for sure it's just it's just like um we kind of just did it like off the cuff right we cut we were just like oh yeah we could do this yeah we could start a little bit but I had no idea um you know the the legal things and stuff like that so like according to them uh according to them that they were gonna you know get the fictitious name and the website and all that stuff and they put it under their name, which was, you know, at the time, fine. Um, but it didn't give me any legal protection. So nothing was under my name. So right. um, I would, if you're going to go in on something, even if it's the smallest thing, even if you're making soap, <laughs> it doesn't, if you're making a candle, it doesn't matter. Um, if this is a business that you're going to run and that you want to move forward with, get an attorney, um, make some sort of contract that states, you know, what the partnership is and, you know, who started it or whatever. Uh, cover your butt. That's it. Because um, once you start asking for the financials, they can turn around and be like, no, you know, and you really have no legal uh, right. no legal uh, protection or anything like that. So that's, you know, that's my thing, really. Good like, advice. just protect yourself. Yeah. I think, I think you know, you hear that and you go, man, there's no way to kind of really share how important that is until you've been through the experience and know what could, off, you know, in an awful way could have happened. You know, and some people have had awful yeah. experience. I love that. 
I want to so sit forward because, I, you know, I know since I met you, I was like, what a cool business. And, you know, you came from the wedding or the alteration bridal gown industry, if I can say that. And I want to flip forward. We've all been through so much in the last 20 months, right? I mean, let's just talk about 2020, which is the year every single one of us wants to forget in some ways. But I do know that you are like this wonderful energizer bunny that did some incredible adapting and pivoting last year when, I mean, can you, if you're okay, can you share like what was, you know, we all remember where we were when we heard we needed to shut down, you know, as a society and shut her in place, right? Last year in March, I remember where we were, we were a week out before our women of influence awards where we had 350 people queued up to be in a ballroom the following Thursday where we had to lock down a week before. And I just remember going, how are we going to do this? Like, you know, I mean, it was like such shock and awe. What was, what was the moment for you with COVID where I would imagine you had a lot of clients lined up for weddings for, you know, the spring and here we are in March. What was the experience? And then I'm going to go through and say, what did you do as a shift and pivot? But what was the moment? What happened? Where were you? Yeah, so I was at home um, because I work from home. And um, mm-hmm. we were watching the Rachel Maddow show. And oh, wow. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it was like the stuff that she was saying, I really freaked out. I was like, holy crap. This is, what is this? Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I really was like, oh my God, we're like, what? What's um, and she was talking about how medical professionals didn't have any um, masks, how, you know, we didn't know where we were going to get them from and, you know, just the whole, the whole thing. And I, I, you know, I, I looked at my husband and I said, what? Like, how? Um, and then I said to him, I wonder how you make a mask. Like, I wonder how, I wonder what you need. Um, and at this time, I had one, uh, one wedding that had already been postponed. Um, and so I gave her mm-hmm. back her dress. I took all the pins out and I gave her back her dress. And, um, and I, you know, I actually had a list of, of uh, brides who had already either paid a deposit or paid in full. And I said, I'll, you know, I'll give you back your money. Like, we don't know what's happening, you know. Um, and everyone was like, no, keep the money. We know we want to work with you. You know, like, this will pass. You know, like, you know, because we thought, like, in two weeks it'll be better. Um, yeah, a couple so, months, right? And like, oh. Yeah, so, yeah, so everyone was like, oh, you know, like, no worries. It's totally okay. Um, so that kind of, you know, that kind of had already happened. And I was, you know, I was just, like, feeling like, oh, God, I feel so sick. But watching the TV show and looking up what I need to make a mask, like how, how to make a mask and what I need to make it, and I said, what? I have all of this. Like I have the cotton. I have the stabilizer. I have the non-woven interfacing. I have um, wow. thread, you know, a needle, a sewing machine, um, and I have elastic. Like are you kidding me? Like this is all I need. And I had several different types of fabrics. I had stuff that was like outdoor fabric, like umbrella fabric. Um, I had like waterproof stuff, you know, and 
and stuff like that. And I was like, I can totally make a mask. And I started that night, I started doing it. And my husband started, you know, started kind of like documenting me making my first few masks. Um, my sis, oh my, my gosh, two sisters, cool. my two sisters, my nephew and his wife are all in the medical field. And so is my uh, sister-in-law. So everyone, basically in my family is in the medical field. And I said, um, well, let me call my sisters. Like, I'm just, I'm just going to make the masks. And if they need masks for their coworkers, like, you know, you know, well, I'll make some. And that night I made, I don't know, maybe like 25 masks. Um, and that, I put it up on social media and people were like, oh, my God, can you make a few for my cousin who's in New York? Can you make a few for my cousin who's in Philly, UCLA, Kaiser? Oh I mean, everywhere. And I was like, hell, yeah, we're doing this. Not only did I do That's this amazing. to help, I, I, like, I had to help. I had to find a way to help. I have all of the supplies, mm-hmm. right? I would, uh, and I needed something to keep me busy, to keep me sane. Like, I have to, like, right. I have to work. I Put me to work in a crisis because I will sit there and crumble. So I decided to get to work. That was it. Yes, I, I did, did cry. I, I did cry. I just was out. <laughs> but I started to win. I stomped my feet and I slammed doors. But, you know, I think that's what says so much about you is that you just immediately went to serve. I mean, I, I, I definitely wanted our listeners to hear that. And I want to take a quick break because when we come back, I'm going to take a quick sponsor break and say thank you to one of our sponsors. But what I want you to kind of, what I want to flip to is just more of like, how did you get through last year? I mean, that was the face mask and I know you did that out of kindness and care and to keep yourself sane, which I think is amazing just for us to realize some people crumbled, some people thrived and flourished. And I want to talk more about, you know, how you got through last year. And then also what's this year been like for you? Because so many people, it's like everything's different. So hang on. And here we go. And I'm going to mm-hmm. make sure we say thank you to the sponsor. Women Lead Radio was brought to you today by Connected Women of Influence and our partner, Microsoft. The Microsoft mission is to empower every person and organization on the planet to achieve more. Microsoft believes technology is a powerful force for good, and they're working to foster a sustainable future where everyone has access to the benefits created by technology. Microsoft believes technology can and should be a powerful force for good, and that meaningful innovation can and will contribute to a brighter world in big and small ways. So thank you for your support, Microsoft, and thank you to all of our sponsors and our partners. And Dee, I'm back to you. So, question, you know, last yeah. year, I'm just curious, this was, what, was my experience, was last year for us um, in Connected Women of Influence was just react, 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 you know, just be there, be where people needed us to be. Like, I didn't, the thinking wasn't there for me. Like, some people kept thinking, oh, two months and this is going to be over, and we know it wasn't, and here we are 20 months later. But what you know, kind of like high level, when you did the face mask, was that all last year? Because you really had no business. You know, what was business like for you as you went through last year and we had the kind of like, oh, we're stepping forward, things are easing up, and then they got locked back down again at year end. So what was the kind of key learning things for you last year and what was it like? I'm curious. So so what, it was it was really weird. Um, people were still having micro-weddings. 
So micro people wedding? who were micro weddings. So oh, it wedding. was basically okay. yes. So it was so after after the lockdown, sometime in July, um, I had already completed four hundred masks and donated the majority of them. Some people had purchased masks and other people had donated money. And I had said to people, just buy stuff off of my Amazon list so I can continue to make masks. So that's how that worked. And I did live off of my um, my husband's uh, income and also, uh, you know, my savings to buy extra materials that I needed. But then July happened and people started calling and they were like, hey, you know, like, we don't want to go out, but, you know, we're, we are Corona free and, you know, um, can you work on my dress? You know, we're having a small wedding, you know, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Um, so I started to change stuff around. Uh, yes, I went to people's homes, not their offices anymore. Um, I asked right. that we both wear masks. Um, and I asked that we meet one-on-one and we could FaceTime mom and dad and whoever they wanted. Um, so it worked. People were like, yes, of course, you know, um, or they would say like, I, you know, I get tested at work every week, you know, that type of thing. Um, so I really, um, besides the mask, I mean, I always have hand sanitizer in my bag because I touch a lot of people. So um, the hand sanitizer, the hand sanitizer was it. And then, uh, you know, wearing a mask and, you know, just being very careful, you know, just uh, as soon as I meet someone, you know, throw the mask into the trash can and hand sanitize and, you know, move forward. Um, So so I started to see brides um, at home, one-on-one, and, and it was, they were smaller jobs, you know, they weren't, you know, big extravagant wedding gowns. They were, you know, small gowns that, you know, like courthouse uh, wedding gowns. Um, so, so it was a lot smaller, um, and but it was fine, you know. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there wasn't a lot of people that were having very big weddings. I did, uh, later on in the year, I did go, um, go to a, a house out in, you know, Valley Center, I think it was, and um, they had asked me to sing the dress the day of, and I said, yes, of course, I can totally do that. And, of course, you know, I'm wearing a mask and all that good stuff, and I show up, sure. and no one is wearing a mask, not one vendor wow. is wearing a mask. And that was the last wedding I wore. That was it. I was like, this is, no, this is it. Um, and uh, people were still really affected and still really scared because the day that wedding um the mother of the bride had said we got more cancellations just this morning you know people are really scared to bring their elderly relatives out and i think they had about i think they were setting up for over a hundred people at this private estate um and uh and you think about last year and you go, that was just not the time to be doing that, right? No vaccinations, no vaccines, yeah. any of that. And I, I know because we've only got a few minutes left, but I'm, I'm curious because I think all of us have this epiphany from last year. And then I want to talk about this year is what, what were one or two big takeaways you had from last year? Like for me, I think there was this reality that 
I really need to slow down a bit more and not be so much, I'm going to call it beast mode, you know what I mean? It's like just appreciate life and where we are right now and not be so focused on like the Energizer Bunny and the duck where underwater you're paddling as fast as you can. Like that was mine. I'm curious what yours were, you know, just in terms of like, just kind of like a moment where you go, wow, I really, I, I, I get this now. This was my takeaway from last year. It slowed us down. Yeah, it definitely did slow me down. I have been on the go for a while now. I was, I, 10 years ago, 11 years ago, I had cancer and I decided to not let it break me. And I decided like, I'm going to go, I'm going to make something of myself. Like this is my third chance. Um, and I realized that like, I have been working a lot and I should probably slow down a little bit, you know, like I just, you know, like you made it, you know, like you're good. You started your business. You, you know, you're traveling with a lot of brides. It's okay to slow down. You know, I think, I think yeah. part of me was just afraid to slow down because I didn't want, I didn't want to get comfortable. But last year definitely made me realize like, Hey, we're all sick, you know, like we can all get sick here. Slow down, you right. know, slow your roll and just enjoy it. And um, I honestly, I kind of loved it. I kind of loved staying home with my husband and just reconnecting with him. It was beautiful. Mm. That's that's such wise advice. I mean, it is. It's like I think you know we can we can talk about all the horrible things, and there were some seriously awful things. People lost loved ones, lost family members, yeah. friends. It's like you know, and and this year. You know, I kind of look at it and go, now, I'm curious with you, has this year been a lot easier for you as we've started to kind of open up, the vaccinations happened, do you feel like you're back to where you were, or kind of where are you right now as far as business, and how do you see this year, because we're, you know, on the final legs of 2021, I'm not even going to, I'm going to put away 2020 out of my mind forever, but how has this year <laughs> been for you in terms of business, and how have you made it work, you know, it's been difficult for a lot of people still. It's still very difficult. Um, I'm still, you know, protocols are still the same. I'm still getting tested. I am vaccinated. I do ask my brides, you know, if they are tested. You know, I, I mean, a touchy subject still for, vac- for vaccines. Um, but, you know, everyone's just like, no, we're, we, you know, we're totally fine. Um, so the masks are still there, but I have decided to just slow down. So I'm not seeing 40 brides a month anymore. I'm seeing probably 10 because, because I want a life. I want, you know, this, this isn't a nine to five job for sure. No, as, and as an entrepreneur, you don't get, you know, like a day off. I feel like you don't get a day off. I haven't found that balance, but, um, I, you know, I'm going out to dinner more often with my husband, you know, enjoying a meal with him, going for car rides with him. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm taking on, I'm taking on a less amount of, uh, of clients and that, yes, that means less money, but money isn't everything. Yeah. It's, you know, it's interesting how it puts things in perspective. Like I've heard that from a lot of business owners that, you know, it, it's not, it's not the same chase. You know, so many people, D, are like, I mean, they're turning their lives upside down. They're 
you know, I mean, I know I, I keep saying I don't know where we're going in 2022. I have an idea. I'm a planner. You know, being able to only kind of look at things, you know, one and two months out, and and I'm starting to feel like better. We can look at a lot further, but yeah, it it changed a lot of us from last year. So I want to look at. I mean, we've only got like a couple minutes left, so I'm curious. How do you see the future for you? I mean, is it different than what you were thinking the future was going to be for Bustles on Wheels? Or give us the snapshot of how you see, you know, the future for you and your business at this point. I think it's I think it's about the same. I'm just I'm just not in it for the money anymore. You know, I'm in it for um, the joy of design, for the joy of. Mm. Uh, meeting new people. I have to say, my clients are amazing women. Um, so spending more time with them. Um, we just got back from Colorado where a client got married and we were out there for a week um, helping her, styling her, steaming for her, and getting her dressed. Um, and it was the best. So if I could have less clients but more experiences like that one that I just had, it's it's perfect. Like I can't ask for it anymore. That's cool. That's cool. You know, I can't believe we're out of time. I do know we've got a link to your site um, on our show page. Is you want to? If people have questions about, I know this is almost like a loaded question. I'm like, well, I hope it's a good answer. Like, do you, if you want to be reached, if people want to find you, do you want to share how you'd like them to get in touch or? Are you saying, hey, yeah, my, right now? <laughs> yeah, no, my website, bustlesonwheels.com. And if you want to email me, info at bustlesonwheels.com. I love it. Listen, I think you're a superstar. I hope I told you you are a superstar. And I love <laughs> what you shared with our listeners because each one of us has had such a different experience, you know, coming through COVID and now getting out of it. And I just mean, you know, what an amazing thing you did to be able to do those masks and give so so wonderfully during such a crisis of a time. So that says a lot about you and your character, girl, which is what I think is most amazing about you. So I say thank, thank you. you to you for being our leading lady today. I mean, I, I guess one big question. Do you have anything, you know, I'm going to give you a big question. Do you have anything you want to leave our listeners with as far as, you know, something inspirational or any sort of message you want to give them? And I know that's a loaded question, but what do you got? What can you leave us with? And then we'll wrap up on the show. I think just don't give up. Don't give up on your dream. Just keep working. Keep working. I love it. That's good. Keep working. Don't give up. Persistence, baby. The, letter, the word P. Better than pivot, right? Persistence, not pivot. <laughs> yeah. That was good. All right. Um, I want to thank you for being our list, our leading lady, D, and it's like to our listeners, thank you so much for your loyalty. We are now an excitingly an international show with listeners in Australia and Europe, and oh my gosh, we're so excited about that. And we're all about women and leadership and sharing just these wonderful experiences with you. So thank you to our listeners for your loyalty, because we are here every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, and we are also here on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time. So, um, again, I'm Michelle Burkwitz, your host of Women Leading the Way, and it has been my absolute sincere pleasure to be your host today, and I hope everyone has a wonderful, amazing, stupendous, incredible, and extraordinary weekend. We'll see you on the next show. 
Women Leading the Way is produced by Connected Women of Influence, the premier private membership organization where like-focused, business-to-business, executive and professional women connect, collaborate, and cultivate a vast network of high-level affiliations, resources, and professional relationships. For more information about Connected Women of Influence, please visit our website at connectedwomenofinfluence.com.